That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, if me bust on your head, you try. That's what's up. Then I dig low with my trauma. That's what's up. And all them haters never look wild. That's what's up. And all I know, Jack Nasty. That's what's up. Good morning Turks and Caicos. Welcome to another episode of What's Up with yours truly host Andy Mizek, a show in which I interview some of the most influential individuals within the Turks and Caicos Islands as well as highlight some of the most important topics. So today I'm here with a member from the informal housing unit. So Mr. Simons, can you introduce yourself for those listening in Radio Land? Yes, um, my name is uh, Carlos Simons, Justice Carlos Simons, former judge of the Supreme Court, uh, King's Counsel, uh, attorney at law, um, senior partner at the law firm of Miller Simons O'Sullivan, and I am the um, strategic lead for the informal settlements unit, which is um, a new TCIG agency that has been um, launched to uh, curb um, and roll back the proliferation of informal settlements uh, in the in the TCI. So, the term informal settlements, I mean, what is meant by an informal settlement? Well, an informal settlement um, is a conglomeration, a cluster, a multiple of um, unplanned, uh, informal, uh, illegal, unlawful structures in which people live or from which they conduct business. Um, look at it this way. The uh, laws of the TCI require that um, in order to commence construction of any building, one has to have planning approval. If you do not have planning approval, your uh, structure, whatever it is, um, is illegal and unlawful and liable to be demolished. So um, that is one structure. An informal settlement is a number, any number of such structures. A settlement means many people living in uh, uh, something like a community. One of the, perhaps the best example of an informal settlement in the TCI is Dockyard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if uh, anyone who knows or has heard about Dockyard or has seen imagery from Dockyard, uh, will we'll know what I'm talking about. Clustered um, um, 
density far exceeding what the planning laws permit. Um, uh, no setbacks, no um, uh, um, provisions for roads, utilities, access by uh, law enforcement, emergency services, um, disposal of waste, none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what you have in in an informal settlement. So can you give me just a brief history of the informal settlement unit? Like what led to the creation of the informal settlement unit and how recently it was created? It, it is very recent. Um, although the laws have been on the books for a long time, um, it has always been the law uh, that um, uh, planning permission, that is permission from the Department of Planning, is necessary for the construction of um, uh, of buildings, whether for um, living accommodation or for commercial enterprises. Um, and also, um, it is a foundation principle of um, the laws of the TCI that a person applying for planning permission uh, must own, be the owner of the land um, on which the construction is to take place. Every, every parcel of land, every inch, every square foot, of land in the TCI is recorded in the land registry under a parcel number. And each of those parcel numbers um, uh, uh, records the name of the owner of that parcel. It's called registered land. The system is called registered land. Um, The owner is the registered proprietor, which, you know, proprietor is an owner uh, of, um, in this case, land. Um, And the TCI government spent a lot of time and money. um, uh, Lots of people would not um, remember this. I don't accept from my law books, mm-hmm. uh, in the early 1960s in a process called land adjudication. And that is when um, the um, landmass uh, of the TCI, every island of the TCI, was divided into parcels and uh, people uh, were registered as the owners of these parcels. And 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 that is the system of land ownership that we operate in the in mm-hmm. in the TCI. Now, um, I mentioned the necessity for planning approval. The 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 reason for that 
is to ensure, amongst other things, that um, uh, construction does not straddle parcel boundaries. And so one of the um, principal requirements for planning approval is that the construction that you intend to undertake falls within the boundaries of the parcel um, that you that you own. And uh, I, I think it's called setbacks. So the setback from the boundary to the wall of whatever you're building um, must be at least uh, 12 feet or mm -hmm. thereabouts, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay? And the next person, the person next to you, must ensure that their construction is 12 feet from the boundary. In that way, you have, um, uh, shall we say, a buffer of privacy. Your, your neighbor is at least, on, on that scenario, your neighbor is at least 24 feet um, away from you. And, and that is how, for decades, mm -hmm. we have planned the development um, of the TCI. Mm -hmm. And so, um, in informal settlements uh, uh, are in a front okay. to, 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 that, mm -hmm. to that plan. So the the informal settlements unit, mm. I mean, the purpose of it, the, the mission, the vision is to eradicate informal settlements. Absolutely. Yes, the, it's true. The, um, the, it, it was, um, the informal settlements unit was conceived um, recently. Mm -hmm. um, How recently it came? Oh, um, two years uh, ago, mm -hmm. maximum. Uh, I was um, asked to lead the unit in, um, um, I think it was October or November last year. Um, before that, um, there was and continues to be um, an informal settlements working group, which meets every every Friday. It comprises all of the government agencies that has an interest in and a stake in the um, the problem. Uh, that includes the planning department, the police, uh, emergency services, the uh, attorney general's chambers, public health, um, because all of these government agencies um, are called upon at some time or the other uh, to deal with issues ari arising in informal settlements. Um, I'll, I'll give you a, uh, an obvious example. Um, if it becomes necessary for a person who's, let's say, God forbid, having a heart attack, mm -hmm. 
to be evacuated from an informal settlement. And there is no road access to the place, um, you know, building accommodation where that person is, then that person is in grave danger of, you know, succumbing to to the heart mm-hmm. attack because the, the ambulance cannot get there. So can you give me a timeline, like, of the plants of the informal center unit in terms of eradicating these that's different, a good, <laughs> I mean... That's a good question. Settlements. That's a good question. Um, the, the timeline is very uh, ambitious, very optimistic. The, the project that I'm leading, and it's called the project, um, has a three-year lifespan. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year. Three years. Three years. So that's the second year. Yes. Well, it, this is we're still in the first year. Okay. Um, if we count from November last year, okay, we're still in the first year. But mm-hmm. the first year is about to expire, and then there are two years left. And uh, we have been um, um, mandated charged, directed, to have the work done in three years. Okay? Um, I say that plan timeline is ambitious because um, informal settlements have uh, grown up and developed over a number of years. Um you know, we're talking 25, you know, maybe 30 years. And uh, nothing that has taken that long to um, solidify uh, is going to be dismantled Mm -hmm. in, you know, uh, a fraction of that time. Mm -hmm. But the people who are promoting informal settlements Mm -hmm. and the people who are living in informal settlements and the people who are developing informal settlements ought not to take any comfort from that. Mm -hmm. The the, um, uh, mission, and as, you know, we say these days, the mission and the vision of the informal settlements unit is to see an end, mm-hmm. end to this problem. Let's say a person is currently living in an informal settlement mm-hmm. for have, for whatever reason, either maybe you know they purchase they purchased a piece of land. I mean, and probably somebody gave them you know fraudulent documents, mm-hmm. or it's a situation where they just build on the land or someone who they purchased the land from build on the land. Is there any course of action they can take to purchase that parcel of land that they are currently living on? Yes. And the um, informal settlements unit will be looking to see where the process is called regularization, Mm -hmm. where um, structures... Mm-hmm. Uh, may be regularized. Um, there are two um, categories 
of land ownership in the TCI. Um, most of the land in the TCI is owned by private landowners. So there's private ownership and also substantial acreage of land in the TCI is owned by the Crown. So there's private ownership and there's ownership by the Crown. Okay? The two are governed by separate laws. Um, uh, Crown land is managed by the Crown land unit, which is under the uh, direction of the Attorney General's chambers. And uh, there are rules that apply to the occupation of Crown land. So, for example, a person who just moves on to a parcel of Crown land, builds a house, and, you know, um, thinks he might have established ownership. He has not. It is impossible under the laws for a person to take adverse possession of crown land. Mm -hmm. And that includes, you know, leaving derelict vehicles on crown lands, mm -hmm. for example. That is a criminal offense. On private lands, it is a trespass. So there is, there is no way unless laws are amended or specific laws are enacted to allow these situations uh, to continue. Mm -hmm. And so the, I would urge those people, as you say, who are living in these communities uh, or who are promoting these communities, particularly the people who are promoting these communities, to stop stop doing that. Mm -hmm. It is not right. And where, where fraud is involved, um, people should know that there will be prosecutions, and uh, um, which could result in substantial fines and jail sentences. So the, the, the message from here on out must be stop it, don't do it. Um, you're putting yourself at risk. You're wasting your money. You're, you're not... Um, if, if, if you've been sold a parcel of land in Dockyard that is uh, 20 feet by 20 feet, um, it can't be registered in the land registry. There's a minimum parcel size. Um, don't buy it. Um, if you have, well, then, you know, we will see how best. And if you have done nothing else that is wrong, 
we will see how best um, uh, your situation can be um, accommodated within the law. And if you are the person who have sold that parcel of land, then you should know that uh, um, you're going to answer for that. And the answer may be um, a, a, a court case before a judge um, and, a, and a sentence um, for the fraud that you've committed. So what about the demolition process of the informal housing, the informal housing settlements? Will the people be given a adequate time? And also, what are, what are the steps that will be taken to ensure that they, their safety and their security is maximized? Well, um, there are two agencies, government... Yes, both government agencies. Um, uh, the um, social services mm -hmm. uh, and the human rights, mm -hmm. right? Um, both these uh, agencies um, are kept up to date on the we call it containment, containment activities mm -hmm. of the unit, so that if there is a planned containment exercise, uh, the, the agencies that are um, notified include social services uh, and um, human rights, and the reason for that is so that these, the persons who man these agencies can, uh, can come along, or and and even before, the demolition exercises, um, are undertaken, to in ensure that you know, uh, children, the elderly, uh, those who are challenged either physically or mentally. Um, are not at risk, right? Um, so far, um, we have not had um, these difficulties uh, because we have been focused upon removing, demolishing um, um, uh, foundations and buildings that have not yet reached or may have reached um, belt beam level, but are unoccupied, okay? Um, so we have not, there, there has not been um, uh, any massive uh, dislocation of people up to this point, but that day will come. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and um, and and when it does come, these are the agencies that will play a critical role in uh, ensuring that people are not left out in the rain, mm -hmm. shall we say? So, 
demolition of I mean informal I mean settlements will indeed it, it isn't right. Informal settlements is definitely not right, but it will indeed I mean create a, a different crisis in terms of you know homelessness and things of that nature. So yeah. what is being done to uh, mm -hmm. ensure that accommodations are made affordable accommodations for people to purchase or rent mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. occupy because there's a great scarcity in housing here. The government is the government is uh, very uh, conscious of the problems um, that uh, that that you know process will generate. Mm -hmm. One of the ways in which the government has uh, sought to address those problems is by launching recently the housing um, department and the housing mm. policy. Uh, that I, I can't speak directly to it uh, with any authority, but that um, department, the housing department, um, will be constructing um, a number of low-cost housing units every year. To and 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 part of that process, part of that um, effort, is to ensure mm -hmm. that the people who have to be moved out mm -hmm. of informal settlements, uh, such as dockyard will have places to live mm -hmm. we the the government does not the government does not want to upset the uh, apple cart of um, the tourist economy uh, of the TCI we know mm -hmm. that um, many of the the, we know that the vast majority of the people who live in Dockyard, for example, mm -hmm. are decent law-abiding citizens. Mm -hmm. uh, and they may have been, as you implied earlier, they, they, they may have been swindled out of hard-earned money to purchase accommodation for themselves and their families, which they may think is, you know, legit, but it's not. We are not looking to punish law-abiding citizens. Mm -hmm. We're looking to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. And that might involve will involve assisting those persons to find alternative accommodation. And the housing department recently launched is one of the efforts that the government has turned to mm -hmm. uh, to uh, relieve that situation. It's going to take time. Mm -hmm. The other thing, of course, is that... Um, some of the lands that have been um, invaded by informal settlements are private lands. Mm -hmm. And those 
private landowners are also keen to build low-cost housing for to accommodate you know people who are coming out of informal settlements mm -hmm. and the sooner their lands are released from um, uh, occupation illegal occupation um, the sooner that process can get on the way so we are winding down to the end uh, so I mean any individual who want to follow up on more about the informal housing unit I mean in informal housing settlement unit and what you all are about and the future plans how can they I mean contact you all or follow up well, we have a website. We've launched recently a website. Um, and the location of the website is www. Um, isutci.com. Okay. isutci.com. Mm -hmm. That's the website. There's lots of information. Uh, on the website. Also, lots of opportunity for um, questions to be asked um, and information to be given. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to give them information uh, anonymously, that facility is there mm -hmm. as well, right? Mm -hmm. In addition, the um, unit has taken office space at um, the Port Plaza, Mm -hmm. um, units uh, 20 to 21 mm -hmm. uh, upstairs Laporte Plaza mm -hmm. um, we're not fully staffed as yet mm -hmm. um, so uh, you know no one is, um, is is going to be there tomorrow or the next day but that's where the office of the unit uh, um, will be um, the website will also give uh, email addresses, telephone numbers uh, for contacts and, and so forth. So mm -hmm. anyone who wants to get in touch with um, the informal settlements unit, with me, um, um, that is the way to, to go mm -hmm. about it. Uh Thank you so much, for, I mean, Justice Simons, for taking the time out and, I mean, coming on the show and educating the general public on what the informal settlement unit is about. And it's definitely a great initiative, I would say, because we are a five-star destination and, you know, we have to do the best to keep our country beautiful because this, this is our bread and butter, you know. And it, I know if there's any way that I can help, if there's any way... I mean, a lot of other Turks and Caicos Islanders, true patriots, can help. They are completely willing to. And I wish you all the best on the initiatives that you have going forward in the timeline that you have set out. So you are the folks. You are truly Andy Mizek with another episode of What's Up with Mr. Justice Simons from the Informal Settlement Unit. I'd like to see you all next week with another great episode. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, if me bust on your head, you'll try. That's what's up. Then I dig low with my truth.
Rover. That's the something. And all them haters, them I look one. That's the something. All I know, Jack, now.